Blog Talk Radio. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. Take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live, you know what God's mind. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy, sports, and Every day, I was surprised when I heard you play to win the game. Normally, we hit you off with that, you know, fantasy sports and politics. But we got a a Kaji a Kadri old veteran, um, little senile person running the board today. But he's my main man, and I'm back uh, to run the show. But that's JTATM money on the board today. So you you will be probably inundated with with sounds from the board. Just like that, in the middle of my talking. JT, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, hey, I just wanted to, to give myself some applause for coming on this show and actually being on a show for Saturday afternoon. It's so few really? and far between. It's an occasion. It's a special occasion to be on a show. On Saturday, and I had to give myself well, an applause for it. Okay, all right. Oh, <laughs> the reason why I say that, ladies and gentlemen, is because for the past two years I've been in South Korea, and it's actually two o'clock in the morning, Sunday here, and I haven't been quite available every show because <laughs> I'm busy. Stop being a hater. I'm not I'm not talking about fake news. I'm talking about the real deal here. Hater, uh, hater, hater. Bottom line D- is that uh, DJT. DJT. I'm not even gonna ask. I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> Don, Donald, 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 Donald. You know what the initials are. I know what they are. I know what they are. I can get in trouble. If I say anything remotely close, yep. So I'm going yep. to be quiet. You, that, that's the but best bet, man. Leave on a high note. Well, at least until the process begins, and I have to look at somebody else and say they're my boss. But be that as it may, today is a, a day that's been coming for a couple of weeks now. And uh, we're we're behind, we're behind, but I think we're going to end on a, on a good note uh, because it's going to take us to um, the last preseason game, if I'm not mistaken, as opposed to the top of the season, which excuse me, we normally do. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm very, very uh, happy that we are here because football season is back. And there's been a lot of moves happening in the NFL uh, that we haven't been able to talk about as a tandem, you and I. I'm quite mm-hmm. sure you've talked about some of them on uh, the Master Plan and the Cruise Show. But yep. uh, we've had a, quite a, a bit of movement, a youth movement, so to speak, in uh the NFL in various locations and one location that we definitely need to talk about is the AFC South. Yes, um, sir. Last time I was on the show, I promised to talk about it. And uh, the reason why is because Jerry is full of it. He's not going to take me up on my offer of uh, a wager. And uh, it's okay. He thought I you forgot. You don't know that. You don't yeah. know that. Yes, you I don't do. know that. Well, you just so okay, you well, know how long, how long how long you've been in, the in the service? How long have you been in the service? Thirteen years as of Friday. Okay, well, congratulations on uh, lucky thirteen. Okay, um, <laughs> but since you've been in the service for long so long, when you first started in basic training, they told you this simple acronym. A S S U M E. Never I know assume. Never assume. Okay. So you just assume that I wasn't going to go that route. And what, you know what it does when when you do assume, you make an ass you out of you here. and me. Okay. I mean, but you're not going to make an ass out of me. Here. I've done it many years. Excuse me. <laughs> I said I've done that for many years. Oh, you 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 like to think though. So. You, I mean, you're a legend in your own mind, but you like to think that. <laughs> okay, so are you taking me up on my offer or not? I mean, well, we'll see. We have we do. haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet. We're so you just assumed. South. We're talking about the South. Yes, AFC South. AFC so what, South. Okay. All right, since we haven't gotten it yet, let's just go right into it. Let's start. Well, let me ask you something. Before you go to before you go to the games, before you go to the to the the teams. Teams. Okay. Yeah, to the teams. To the teams in the AFC South. Um, I want to ask you a a question, okay? Um, Because I've been looking at all the divisions. And and in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, and I may be biased because of who my team is, but I may be biased. But I'm looking at all the all the divisions, okay. And the in particular, the quarterback play, the divisions, and in particular to even give it down, even break it down even more, um. The upside, not talking about established quarterbacks within the division. I'm talking about upside, young quarterbacks that have a lot of upside within the division. And in my opinion, and I'm not biased just to one team, I'm I'm just looking at the AFC South and the quarterbacks that are on each of the teams in the AFC South. And in my opinion, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, um, I see 
Anyone that is a fan of the AFC South teams should be extremely excited because the, the I think they have the best upside of any division of quarterbacks in the league. What do you think? I disagree with that. I, I, I disagree with that. I'm talking about I mean, young quarterbacks with upside. I'm not talking about talking established about quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Or just quarterbacks. Well, see, that, that's the difference in, in the statement. There, when you look at the divisions, there aren't but a few that have young quarterbacks at the helm. I mean, Andrew Luck isn't a young quarterback anymore. He's considered the veteran of them, followed by Blake no. Royals. No, he's 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 he, Andrew Luck's what four or five years, four four years into the in the league. So he's a young quarterback. He's, he's about a, he's five. a young, huh? He's still a young quarterback. No, he's not six years. He's a young quarterback. He came into the league uh, at the same time um, uh, Robert Griffin III came into the league. Yes. So he's a young quarterback. He's been around for about five five or six years. So that's – listen. Again, your premise is young quarterbacks. Young quarterback. Absolutely. When when you have – and, and I get it. I get what you're saying, but you're you're a little off because there aren't there there aren't even like two or three divisions that have the plethora of young talent at quarterback because every division has at least somebody or two quarterbacks that are at least seven years in. Because if you want to say young quarterbacks, remember. Russell Wilson came in at the same exact time as both Luck and RG3. Same mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. you know, but he's not a young quarterback. He's a seasoned quarterback right now. So if you want to talk about possibly having Watson at quarterback, uh, Savage no, no. right now, no, I believe. I'm, 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 talk, what, I'm talking I'm, about right now. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You got Mariota, you got Broyles, you got Luck. And you have um, – uh, dang, I forgot the other team in the South. Oh, wa- yeah, I already said it. Watson or Savage. Right. Okay. Two of those guys have been in the league uh, maybe five to six years uh, each. Mariota's been in the league for – was his third or fourth year right now? I think it's, it's his it's, third it's, year. I, I think it's third year, yeah, third year. Bortles has okay. been in the year it, – been. I think this is his fourth year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, fourth year, fourth year. Yeah, and and I think you and got, I think luck, luck came in about the same time or maybe a year before. So he came what in. What I'm saying is five years, five six years. Yeah. So what I'm saying, in so, my opinion, in my opinion, that this 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 division has a lot of upside because of its quarterbacks. It's got a lot of its no. upside because of the quarterbacks. You say young quarterbacks. You clarified and absolutely said young quarterbacks. And, absolutely. And what I'm saying, is, what I'm what I'm saying about that is there aren't many divisions with young quarterbacks. So you, yeah, of course it's going to be upside because they haven't been around long enough. I mean, wait a minute. Wait a you minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Explain why I'm saying that. The reason why I'm saying it is because we can take the AFC South compared to the AFC uh, East, where you got well, Brady, right? You've got uh, Tannenhill, 
You got right? um, what's man, Taylor, my man up in yeah Taylor, who's been around for quite some time, just not as the starting quarterback, uh, but he's been around for some time. You got from um, the Dolphins. Yeah, who, 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 who knows at the Jets? So, Buffalo. Oh, the Jets. Who knows? Who knows at the Jets? And it, you take the you get you get you take the AFC North. You got Flacco. You got Dalton. Who knows at the Cleveland Browns, and you got Roethlisberger. In the West, yeah. you got who knows, two young quarterbacks at in the Broncos. You got Alex Smith for Kansas City. You got Philip Rivers at um, Los Angeles, and you got Derek Carr. Okay. Now and and yeah. and, 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 and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So in the AFC East, you got veteran quarterbacks that that been around longer than any of these quarterbacks that have been in in the AFC South. The same way with the AFC North and the same way with the AFC South. For the most part, you have veteran quarterbacks, quarterbacks that have been there for for a while. You may have one or two uh, women, one or two players that are – I haven't gotten to the NFC yet, but I've just got the AFC. So any other division – most of these quarterbacks are well-established, have been there for a while, for quite a while. It's not like um, um, they, they've just arrived on the block. Now, if you go to the NFC East, you got a young quarterback in Dallas. You got a well-established, long quarterback, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback in, at the Giants. You got a young quarterback in Philly, and you do have a young quarterback in Washington. Uh, even though he's been around, he's been around as long as RG three's been around because it came in the same draft class, okay. And I think w- with those quarterbacks, um, then you go to the NFC North. You got Mike Glennon, you got Matthew Stafford, you got Aaron Rodgers, and you got Sam Bradford. All these quarterbacks have been in there for, for a while. It's not like they just arrived on the block. In the AFC NFC South, you got uh, Matt Ryan. You got Cam Newton, you got uh, uh, Drew Brees, and you got Jameis Winston. Okay, Jameis Winston came in the same class as. Um, help me now, help me now. Came in as Marcus Mariota. Okay. Yeah. Cam Newton came in the same time <laughs> as, as um, uh, Andrew Luck, if I'm not mistaken. I think I'm not. I'm not, I could be. I could be wrong about that. But when I'm. <laughs> Okay, and then you got the NFC West. You got Carson Palmer. You got a young quarterback in the Rams. You got a, 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 a quarterback that's been around with Brian Hoyer, and you got Russell Wilson. So what I'm saying is this. If you look at all those, you have only one quarterback that's got the most, most out of all the other quarterbacks, where in, in any of these other divisions, you've got at least two, if not three, season quarterbacks that have been there over six years. I'm saying the, the, the AFC South has got the, the best upside of the young quarterbacks that are sitting uh, atop their teams in that division. You, I just went down all of them, and, 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 and I can't see why you don't understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but you just proved my point. Your division is the only division that's stacked with Young talent at quarterback. That's it. Yep. You can, a lot of upside. You can, you can, with a lot of upside. You cannot, I get it. But you can't 
It doesn't exist. You know, it's let me let me right. let me premise let me premise premise this. Let me premise this. Um, there's there's two there's two divisions that have at least three young set of quarterbacks in each division that have huge upside and um, uh, uh, teams that are uh, um, um, fans of those uh, quarterbacks in, in, in that division have a lot to look forward to because they have, have huge upside. One being the AFC South and the other being the NFC East. Because if you look at both of those divisions, they have very young quarterbacks, five years or less, at, at the helm. Five years or less. That means they're very young quarterbacks. Three, okay. three quarterbacks in each division have five years or less. You're breaking up. Are you moving around because you're breaking up? I'm, I'm not moving around. You're telling me that the NFC East quarterbacks are worse off or worse prepared than the uh, AFC South. And I disagree with you. Um, on factors, no, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying you, t- fans of those teams, f- fans of those teams should be extremely excited about the prospects of their teams because of the quarterbacks that are running them. They have huge upside. Huge upside. Okay, that's fine. They can have, you know, uh, expectations. Any team has expectations. But I don't leave go on quarterbacks. I don't know what's, what's going on with your phone, but you're breaking up. You're very low, and I don't know what's going on. Oh, this is my magic, Jack. I mean, I don't know what I can. This is what I told you to call me. I want to have a team to go through crap on the phone. Let's go over these uh, quarterbacks and the divisions, or or the AFC South, okay? Yep. So, let's start with Tennessee. Marcus Mariota, with Matt Castle being his um, his backup. So that tandem right there. Tennessee is a positive market market like it did last year. So the team, uh, the team's ability to move forward was tanked when the quarterback went down. So we look at I can't, Vic. You're very in L. In L. I can't. I can't understand a word you're saying. You're breaking up something terrible. Um. You there? I, I can. I. I can barely hear you because you're breaking up so bad. Um. I'm gonna try and call you back. How's that? All right. Go ahead. All right. The Magic Jack customer you have called is unavailable to take your call. Please leave a message after the... Jeff, hold on a minute. I'm trying to get back to Vic because I'm having serious problems with him. 
Hello? Victor, are you there? Jeff, are you there? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Victor, I cannot hear. Um, hold on a minute, Jeff. Uh, you got technical difficulties here. I'm running the board right now, and and Victor is um, on on a uh, on his phone. Uh, and let me see if I can get back in touch with him. Unbelievable. The Magic Jack customer you have called is unavailable to take your call. Please. So, people, I want to welcome Jeff to the show. How you doing there, Jeff? Hey, how you been? Well, I've been I've been doing okay, but uh, Victor's got, as usual, on, on a Saturday, technical difficulties. The Magic Jack the- customer you have called is unavailable to take your call. And I've been trying to uh, get connected to him. I, I, obviously, you heard what the issue was, uh, that I could barely understand what he was saying because he was breaking up so ter- terribly. Uh, and uh, hold on, he, he's calling back in here. Let me see if I can get him. Victor, are you there? I can hear you, but you're breaking up. Talk to me. I, I was telling you uh, about the different teams in the South, the quarterbacks. Uh, it, it's funny how when I got to the Texans, phones started to act up. I mean, that's a sign that, of course, I'm going to take my Of course. But uh, it is what it is. Well, it, it's just, just a sign to tell you that the man upstairs don't like ugly, you know? So, <laughs> so why are you still around if you don't like ugly? <laughs> uh, somebody's got to keep you in check. Anyway, uh, we're we're talking about we got Jeff on the line also here, so we're talking about the um, AFC South. And, and since I got Jeff on here, Jeff, before we get into these teams, Victor, huh? <laughs> Go ahead, if I can understand you, because he's still breaking up, but go ahead. Okay. So, as I was saying, Tom Savage is the quarterback for the Houston with his son, Washington, and the backup. Um, I'm not expecting one either one guy. I'm not a future star in the NFL, but right now, not with the team constructed as um and he's the backup. Tom Savage is your best in the top, and I don't think that's really good. He was at luck with Scott Tolson as his backup. Again, the current is out there. There's nothing happening to the starter. Fortunately, it's true. Scott Tolson has been to be what it is. A person that gives a paycheck the whole spot. I mean, he came in, I think, for 
and the, the Colts support that gives us uh, Andrew I can't believe Chad Kenny could have won the NFL. But out of all the battles, because the Sean Watson have any experience, Chad Kenny is the best backup in the South. Now, this is a year where um, it's been a what can you, have you done for me lately or uh, 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 this is a make it or break it year for Blake Broyles. I believe Broyles is a very good NFL quarterback. Last year he regressed mightily, and I believe that was because the running game was not what it should be, and it was heavily re- uh, relied on his arm and the receivers to games, and the receivers didn't with drops. Broyles got hit a lot. He threw several interceptions. I believe he's going to make it uh, in the – South is probably the second best quarterback this year. Yes, that might that means that I have either Luck or Mariota at the number one quarterback AFC South. But either one is better than Savage or at this point Deshaun Watson. Um, now, suppose to talk about the individual teams, but since we have Jeff on the line, let's hear what he has to say, and then we'll break down the Houston Texans. Um, hey Vic, uh, yeah, you were in and out, but at least you're, you're back in. So I heard what you uh, recently said uh, regarding uh, the teams in the NF- AFC South, um, specifically the quarterbacks. I think that's what you guys have been talking about. Um, you know, Vic, you might be right about Bortles because um, you know sometimes with a player, especially a quarterback. His development isn't always a straight arrow up. I mean, uh, a good example is uh, Drew Brees. His uh, second season in the league was very disappointing, uh, so much so that the Chargers uh, drafted Phillip Rivers in the first round. You know, and Brees, being the competitor that he is, he took that as a challenge. You know, worked hard, had a great camp. Uh, Rivers held out, and, uh, you know, uh, Brees kept that job and uh, never looked back. Um, and I'll tell you, when I look at the Texans quarterback situation, that makes me think the, I hope the NFL stays with 32 teams. And one of the main reasons why is there's not enough quarterbacks to go around. And when you have a team that does not have at least one legitimate quarterback, I mean, you know, the Texans might, I mean, it's not definitive, but that's a horrible team to watch. And could you imagine if there were a lot of teams with a quarterback situation like the Texans? That that's not good football. That's not what we need. I agree. So, I agree. And wow. That's why not take my bet. He, wow. If, if if you caught us a couple weeks ago, Jerry proclaimed that the Houston Texans will make it to the AFC Championship game this year. Yep. yep. And I and I yep. told him. I will bet him our regular bet, which is a Benjamin Franklin, that that doesn't happen at all, at all. And he, in his infinite decided to, well, give me a week or two, and we'll talk about it. I gave him two and yet he still has not answered the call. He's scared. He knows he was running. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
I said it, until we start talking about the AFC South, I'm, I wasn't going to to, to go there. Is, is that yeah. not what I said? Is that not what I said? South. We we are talking about the AFC South, but we we're just talking around around the AFC South. We're we're not getting into any specifics about any any games yet. We're just talking about um, quarterback play in the AFC South and and the prospects of the AFC South. So, well, you you, I, I, you know, Texas, right? We're going to start off your prediction, and yours. Are are you there? Go ahead. What do you mean? Oh, you didn't hear what I said. No, I didn't because you broke up. I didn't hear. I I said we're going to start with the Houston Texans by you breaking down your team and then either accepting my wager or doing what you normally do, which is back out. Normally, the normal way we do this is is um, you do your analysis and then I, I follow it up. But uh, yeah, it, it, hello. Yes, I said this is not a normal situation. Oh boy. Okay. Since you want to put it like that, no problem. Um, in, in my opinion. Um, the Houston Texans were a quarterback away from really being a serious contender in the AFC. Um, top five defense, if not the top defense in the AFC, um, could be a huge, huge contender with the, uh, against the um, defending Super Bowl champions uh, who, had, who had them on the ropes, basically had them on the ropes, um, going into the – going into the second half of that game in Foxborough until the quarterback play torpedoed what they had done in the beginning of that game. So, in my opinion, if the quarterback play improves for that team that has a top-flight defense with a very good offense of weapons around them, um, I do believe they'll be able to take that next step. J.J. Watt's coming back. They didn't have J.J. Watt last year. Xavier Clowney was showing what he was all about, along with the rest of the defensive players. They've improved the backside of the defense, which happened to be a somewhat of a weak, weak spot, even though they were a top-five defense. The quarterback play um, is, is, is going to improve this year, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. And... Uh, I do believe they'll be one of the contenders. And show me being biased, but it was obvious what took place in the AFC um, divisional game with the uh, New England Patriots that the Houston Texans, as long as they have ample quarterback play, will be a player in getting to the AFC championship and possibly to the Super Bowl. Uh, And... It, 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 it's 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 not with it without uh, without a possibility that it, it can happen because it can happen. Now I, I got a couple naysayers in here, which is fine. I understand that, 
But from what I saw last year, if the quarterback plays improves dramatically, which I think it will, there is no doubt in my mind this team is going to be markedly better than it was last year uh, in different parts of the season when the quarterback play hurt the defense, hurt the team completely. That's all I got to say. So, I, I I didn't hear what you said. You broke up. I'm sorry, Vic. I bet you didn't. No, I said. You, you broke up. I, I didn't hear everything you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Jeff, did you hear uh, it? <laughs> I, I couldn't hear him either. And, uh, it, Thank it's you. Just, he, he, he fades in and out, you know. Thank you. So, uh, nah, Jerry's not, he's not lying. Uh Okay. We, we can go back to the I audio said, tapes, I think, for proof, if, if you're that uh, doubtful. We might have to. We might have to. But oh, I said God. so. You know, I'll answer the I call any time you make it. I'll answer the call any time you make it. But if I don't understand you and get, get to what, what you're saying, uh, I'm going to let you know. So here's the deal. Yes, sir. With your analysis, with your mm-hmm. analysis, yep. are you accepting the wager Yes. Or are you backing yes. out? Absolutely. No, I'm not so, backing out of it. No, I'm not backing out of it. The, no. The wager is, the wager is, if the Houston Texans make it to the AFC Championship like you predicted on a previous show, mm-hmm. I will owe you $100. Well, if you owe me Texans something. Do, no, no, that was the wager. The wager was $100. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to put it on over the air, but if you want to put it over the air, fine. No problem. Yeah, because we, we need audio evidence of this. Uh, so, and if the Houston Texans don't make it to the championship, AFC championship game, you owe me $100. Whatever, whatever that- floats your boat, man. Whatever floats your okay, boat. Okay, you want to make it 300 You want to make it 300 no, no, come on, don't be okay. ridiculous, no. Well, that floats my boat. That floats my boat, as you said. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's 100. Yes. All right. Jeff, mark yeah. this day down. Mark it down on the calendar. You've heard it. The world has heard it. And Jerry's going to owe me $100. Now, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why. I do not believe the Houston Texans are going to make it to the AFC Championship game is because the Houston Texans are going to finish last in the AFC South. <laughs> now, unless all four teams. Wow. Really? Unless really? Four, yes, really. Unless mm-hmm. all four teams make the playoffs, it's an impossibility for the Houston Texans to make it to the AFC Championship game. Now, let's talk about I know we just talked about the defending AFC champion, Houston Texans. And to be honest, if uh, Savage was the quarterback all last year, all last year, they wouldn't have uh, had a better record. In fact, it would have been worse because they would have let Savage throw the ball a lot more. Once the Houston Texans realized that uh, Osweiler could not be the quarterback, they started to run the rock. They ran Lamar Miller 
I believe, 25 times or more in four straight games. They went from a pass-happy offense to a ball-control offense. You are so wrong. With Savage. With you are Savage. so wrong. They, they, over, over the last two years at least, they've been the most running team, one of the highest running teams in the league. And that's a fact. That's, 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 that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when they realized that Osweiler was the problem, they limited the amount of throws he had, and they ran the ball extremely uh, more so than they passed. I believe Osweiler had one game where he threw maybe 16 or 18 passes total out of, a, out of like, what, 40-something minutes of possession or 30-something minutes of possession. So my point is Savage is not that much better than Osweiler. Osweiler <laughs> missed on a lot of passes. He missed on a lot of passes. And he made some reads, but the ball just was not there. Savage, he doesn't make the right read all the time. But, again, I have him finishing last. That takes me to the team that I think is going to finish uh, uh, third. And this might be the beginning of the end of one Andrew Luck in Indianapolis. I understand Andrew Luck is the uh, savior of the franchise right now. But the franchise is in disarray. Okay, Jim Ursay is a great person um, on Twitter. He was uh, DT before DT was DT on Twitter. You know, making bold predictions, getting arguments with regular people uh, and stuff like that. Great personality, you know. um, But here's the problem. The years of the Peyton Mannings, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne's, and things of nature are gone. They're gone. They built a team around a quarterback, running back, and set of wide receivers, excuse me, that could change games in a heartbeat. Right now, Andrew Luck has T.Y. Hilton, who is no Reggie Wayne, who is no uh, 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 Marvin Harrison. He's just flat out speed. Their possession receiver, okay, you name them. I can go down my list right now of the receivers in in Indianapolis and tell you. Matter of fact, that's what I'll do. Give me one second. Uh, Indianapolis receivers. We have T.Y. Kamar Aiken, Dante Moncrief, Philip Dorsett. Only one of them is a household name. One, a household name. Frank Gore's your starting running back. I love Frank, but there's no offensive line in Indianapolis. He can't go but so far as Frank found out last year without a decent starting offensive line. So you get a young running back. Again, you don't address the issue, which is the offensive line. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Indianapolis happens to be one of the youngest teams on defense. They just lost Robert Mathis, who retired. Um, 
their secondary, they they drafted very well in the secondary. I think the first two or three picks were uh, DBs, so a couple corners and a safety, if I'm not mistaken. But they just paid Vontae Davis, who is a very good quarterback, no doubt. Very good quarterback. I mean, corner. But, excuse me, he can't do it by himself. You saw that last year. Dequil Jackson, long in a tooth, but still can stop the run. His issue has always been pass defense. It's always been pass. He can't cover the backs out the backfield, and he barely can cover a tight end. So when you look at Indianapolis, I don't see them being the uh, perennial AFC champions anymore. I really don't. That only leaves two teams left that we're going to discuss after I get your analysis, you and Jeff's thoughts on on the Colts. But I have the Colts finishing third in the AFC South. Uh, Let's go to Jeff and Jerry. Um, You know, when uh, both of your um, previews on uh, the Texans, I I, I kind of fall in between you guys. I mean – in this NFL, you got to have a quarterback. But if you have an elite defense, you, you can still win big. But it's got to be super. And if, if the Texans' defense is super, they could make the playoffs. I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl. But, you know, uh, but I think it's possible. I don't think they're a last-place team. I don't think they're going to make it to the AFC Championship game. I think they're somewhere in between, which – you could say that about a lot of teams. And you know what? It's a little off topic. Indianapolis does not belong in the South. They should move Indy to the AFC North, move Baltimore to the East, and move Miami to the South, a three-way switch, which really would uh, make the uh, divisions geographically correct. And... Uh, you know, I I love the geographic rivalries, and I I think I I don't know why when they realigned, they went with those divisions. I mean, there used to be worse anomalies. It used to be you know like Arizona was in the east and Atlanta was in the west. There there was worse things, but this the tennis Indianapolis does not belong in the south. If they made that three way switch, then it'd be perfect, about as perfect as you can get. So. Okay. What is it? <laughs> I love Jeff. I love Jeff. Jerry, go ahead. Well, I know you guys. You watch. Fan, you you pay attention to fantasy, so you pay attention to to, to uh, players and especially uh, players that have injuries. It's never a good thing when you have two high-profile quarterbacks that have shoulder problems that are coming off of shoulder surgery that haven't thrown yet. Neither one of these quarterbacks have thrown yet, meaning Andrew Luck. Who knows when he's going to be able to throw? There's no timetable. They don't even know if he's going to be able to throw in training camp. That's telling me that he's still got issues with his shoulder. Issues with your shoulder with a quarterback is is huge red flag. With a quarterback that's got a suspect. Um, offensive line 
that's double red flags to, for me. So I have the Indianapolis Colts struggling, struggling to win five or six games, struggling what? to win five or six, struggling to win five or six games. If Andrew Luck does not come back, one hundred percent. And the offensive line, quite naturally, which has got issues already, they will not do well. They struggle to win eight games. They won't do that this year because the division has gotten that much better and they'll be pushed back that much further. So I have very low expectations for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, It may change, but for now, when I see a quarterback that's got shoulder problems or arm problems, and hasn't been able to throw yet, and training camp is like uh, a month and a half away, or yeah, about a month and a half away. That's problems, in my in my opinion. That's problems, and there's no timetable on when he's going to begin to be able to throw. And if you can't throw, you can't build your arm strength up, and then you're going to have issues going into the regular season. So, uh, my 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 expectations for the Indianapolis Colts is extremely low. I'm not biased because um, because their rivalry in the division it's it's a reality. Went with a quarterback that's got um, the problems Andrew Luck has and hasn't been able to throw yet, and don't know when he's going to be able to throw. Okay, I mean that that goes into what I was saying, uh, but you you went a little step further in discussing his shoulder issues. And, th- and that's what I said about Scott Tolzien. I mean, if something happens with luck, you, unless you find a gem during mini camp and, and uh, things like that, the Colts are, are not going to be going that far. And I don't believe uh, – I know what Jeff said about the super defense and stuff like that. J.J. Watt, Davion Clowney, stuff like that. Here's the deal. Jadavion Clowney shined without J.J. With J.J., he got, you know, a little smothered. But he had one-on-one uh, uh, events with J.J. there, and he still didn't defeat him. Now, has he matured enough to NFL-wise to now beat those one-on-ones when J.J. Watt takes on the double teams. I hope he did. But unless the defense scores in at least half of the 16 games, I'm not giving Houston a chance with Tom Savage at quarterback. I give no him a problem. slight chance. No problem. I give him a slight chance no with Deshaun uh, Watson no because I believe Deshaun Watson gives them three dimensions. A running quarterback a quarterback that can throw, and a quarterback that makes good decisions in the read option games. Believe me, if Watson is a quarterback, read option is going to be a part of the the offense. It's going to be because that utilizes his arm as well as his uh, his feet and his decision making. I mean that that you can't do that with Savage. Not mobile enough. And, and definitely not uh, good decision-making on certain things. Good quarterback, but not good enough. So that leads me to the team that I believe will be the number two team in the AFC South, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Now I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't wait for this one. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you, you you sound very cocky. Very I'm confident. I'm I'm so I'm so confident because of the numbers I have. I'm very confident. Go ahead, right ahead. Go right ahead. Well, well, here's what I got for you. The one thing Jacksonville was missing last year was a strong run game. The defense was on the field way too long because Jacksonville threw the ball a lot. Marquise Lee and the rest of those guys, they were dropping balls left and right, which made Blake Broyles try to force passes that he shouldn't force. And he got some interceptions. T.J. Yeldon was not the answer. Uh, Denard Robinson, change of pace guy, not the answer. But in the draft, they got the answer. They got Leonard Fournette. Now, here's the difference that I see as to why Jacksonville is going to come back to uh, the top uh, or towards the top of the AFC South. There's a guy by the name of Tom Coughlin who's making decisions on player personnel and stuff like that. He, he drafted a guy, or he influenced the team to draft a guy that was just like Fred Taylor. Big guy, a shifty guy, can run in and outside of the tackles with a good or bad offensive line and somebody that is uh, – if he and I really think he played it safe last year. I really think he played it safe last year because he didn't want to get uh, too injured or, or banged up. Leonard Fournette is the truth at running back. That's evident of his draft position. Had he not played this year or, or you know, pulled a Jadavion Clowney, he probably would have been the number one overall pick. Not, not the guy that was picked number one overall this year. But Leonard Fournette is the reason why Blake Borders is going to have a good year, that the receivers are going to have a good year, that the defense is not going to be on the field for at least 30 minutes again. You couple him with T.J. Yeldon and Chris Ivory, you've got some bruising backs. Then, when you look at the wide receivers for Jacksonville, you want to talk about young talent, like Jerry was talking about at quarterback in the South. I believe that Jacksonville has the best young talent at wide receiver. As they've got a threesome. Allen Robinson, Marquis Lee, Allen Hearns. Think about that. Those three guys are pretty daggone good. And they face some very stiff uh, DB competition. Maybe not in the South. Maybe not in the South unless they play, play in Tennessee. But I believe Jacksonville has the best chance of bouncing back this year as a worst-to-first team in, in any division. Now, I don't think they're going to be first place. I really don't. But I think they have the best chance of making a, a huge change in their uh, in their, their their record. And I believe they'll make the playoffs as a wild card team. And it's direct correlation to Leonard Fournette running the rock almost 300 times as a rookie. I can see that happening. He's going to touch that ball at least 300 times 
and it's going to go back to the play action, whereas, you know, the receivers, the tight ends, they're going to have opportunities. And Blake Broyles, because he's not going to be getting hit so much, is going to make the right read. Julius Thomas, when he left, you know, uh, uh, Denver, I thought, okay, well, this is going to help Jacksonville out to make the next step. But I, what I didn't count on was the poor play at running back and the poor play at offensive line. But I think that's going to change this year. I really do. Jacksonville Jaguars, number two in the South. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Four and twelve, three and thirteen, five and eleven, three and thirteen. Fifteen wins in the last four seasons. An average of three wins a season for the last four seasons. They were hyped up when Blake Bortles first came on board. They've been hyped up ever since Blake Bortles come on board saying Jacksonville's going to make a move. Jacksonville's going to make a move with all the talent that they have. True, they have a lot of young talent. That young talent gave them 3-13 and 13 last year. Now, you just said that the Houston Texans are going to run the ball a lot to protect Tom Savage. You just said Leonard Fournette is going to run the ball a lot to protect Blake Bortles, who has been a turnover machine. Yep. And then you touted yep. their wide receivers. They're going to run the ball more. With a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me finish. They're going to run the ball more, limit what Blake Bortles' mistakes are going to be, throwing to those wide receivers you're talking about. They don't have the class of defense that the Houston Texans have. So if they're going to protect the quarterback, they're going to make a leap from 3-13 and 13 from last year or 5-11, and 11, which was the best year in the last four years, was 5-11. So to say they're going to be the second-best team in the league, in that division, is i got to see it to believe it. They haven't been able to do it. Tom Coughlin, okay, he'd he come back to the um, Jaguars. He's not the coach. And he's not a magician to, to make all things all better in one year. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be middle of the pack at best because the fact is they're still young. They're still young, and until they prove it, they haven't done anything. Now, you tell me they're going to make a huge leap from just from the last two years, 8 and 24. 8 and 24. That means they're over 4 and 12 for the last two years. No, I don't think okay. so. I don't think so. So, so, um, so the the biggest competition is the next team that you're going to talk about within the division, and uh, um, I got something for that too. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I, they got talent, but until they prove it on the field, on paper it looks good. Until they prove it on the field, which they haven't done yet, I still think they're uh, 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 not even a threat. Wow, you're in uh, taking some hallucinogens, aren't you? Um, well, before I go to Jeff, because I want Jeff to chime in here, um, if you notice, I did not mention the receivers for Houston. Why? Because I believe the quarterback play is going to be that bad in Houston, but it won't make a difference. DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> Will Fuller, 
and uh, Braxton Miller. DeAndre Hopkins is the best thing. Don't forget Jalen Strong. Yeah. Don't forget about Jalen Strong. He's still there, too. Okay, okay Jalen Strong is there. But until he becomes the number two guy, he's got to be real far out for number three. Braxton Miller, or number, uh, Braxton Miller for number three. That, that's what he's got to be first. And for Dorowitz, he might be the saving grace in the passing game. But he's going to have to block a lot. But we, I'm not here to discuss the comparison between the two. We can we'll, we'll do that another date. But let me get uh, Jeff's thoughts. You know, um, I, I got to agree with uh, Vic that uh, uh, that Jacksonville offense looks to have a lot of potential. Um, you know, I was thinking about development of quarterbacks and uh, Jacksonville, um, you know, they uh, made the big coaching change early last season. Uh, they promoted the quarterbacks coach. Uh, Hackett to offensive coordinator. So hopefully he didn't change the system too much, and that should help with the development of uh, Bortles because, um, you know, some of these young quarterbacks, you know, uh, they they play in a different offense every year, and then people wonder why they can't develop. I think it it screwed a lot of guys. The one who stands out the most was, uh, uh, this was a few years ago, uh, Jason Campbell, because, you know, first year – Second year, thirty. Every year was a different coordinator. Yeah, Alex Smith. That's another good example, right? And and, and I got to give Smith credit because, you know, he was a strictly shotgun guy in college. He's not a great NFL quarterback, but he's good and he's been able to stick around for a while. Um, You know, I think uh, more teams might have to be looking at one double A or Division two guys just to get guys with you know experience under center because. You know, NFL is shotgun a lot, but it's not 100% shotgun like a lot of these college teams now. So, you know, uh, to me, you know, yeah, you want mobility, you want shotgun, but, you know, you you still need a guy who could take snaps from center and be accurate from the pocket. And, and that that's still how you win in the NFL. It's not the only way, but it, it, it's got to be in, in the equation. Um, but, you know... It, Jacksonville has potential, but, you know, sometimes potential doesn't always play out to wins because there's a lot of ifs. Um, guys, it's been real. I got to go. Thanks, Jeff. Talk right. to you later. Right. And, Take and, care, guys. And, Bye-bye. And potential will get a coach fired. Now, they've been looking for yep. Jacksonville yeah, you got it. with with, you with, got uh, it. Um, with the talent that they have to make that leap, and they haven't done it yet. And I don't think just because Tom Coughlin is in the front office, not on the field, he's in the front office, it's going to make that much of a difference. So I'm saying to you, well, until, until they make that leap from paper to field, they're still going to be an average of a 3-12 and 12 team over the last three years, over the last four years. And, and you okay. know what? That, that's a good point because Coughlin – I think he did have some front office responsibility when he was head coach at Jacksonville, you know, but he might be a Phil Jackson, a great coach, but not a great front office guy. So that's very much a possibility, but, uh, uh, got to run guys. It's been real. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Take All care. Right. Well, listen again, um, the head coach of Jacksonville. Numbers don't lie, Vic. 
Numbers don't, don't lie. And, and they don't. They average don't, of three and twelve they, over the last four years. But Jerry, again, or three and know, thirteen. I'm sorry. Can Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. There was a coaching change in Jacksonville. Okay. There's a new coach. Okay. So the new coach is going to have a little leeway, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a of a mistake. Or, 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 Gus Bradley deserved to keep his job. Let me put it that way. I believe he deserved to keep his job. I believe that the play on the field was based upon the inadequacies of the offensive line. <laughs> and then you had bad decision-making. Uh, do, you real, do you realize what, what you're saying about Jacksonville and a lot of people are saying about Jacksonville? They're saying that Listen, the, defense, the defense has to come up to top five level and their offense has to be up near the top tier of the offense to be, to be able to compete. That means you've got to have two phases of the game, raise, raise the bar I got higher than, I got than they have been in the last four seasons. I, I understand that. And that's not a problem, in my opinion, because of what they but, but added. It, but, it, but, but wait a minute, wait a minute. And, but, and you say, wait, but, you say, but you say it's a I'm problem with Houston when Houston's got everything there except for the play of the quarterback. I mean, see, again, just listen, we, to the, just listen to your mindset, what you're saying. What we've discussed, we've discussed, and I've told you why Houston is going to suffer wow. more so than anybody wow. else because of the quarterback play. Jeff said it too. Wow. You choose wow. not to listen. When you well, have, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, when you choose you have, not to listen. Wait a minute. You're going. Oh everybody's going on, and, and I said it last year, and I was proven right. Everyone's going on the assumption that Jacksonville's going to make this huge leap. Well, they have to make a huge leap in their defense, and they and they have to make an even bigger well, leap on their offense with their quarterback. So come you on, you can't you have, have it both ways. Yes, you can, and I'm about to, uh, I've tried to explain to you. I'll break it down Barney style for you. There's a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. You can't, you know, you you can't deny that. Who has what more I talent? Think, Who has more talent, listen, Jacksonville or Houston? Listen, listen. If, and and, I, and I'll argue Houston has both, more talent. If you if you get both sides of the ball on the same sheet of music. Jacksonville has, on paper, the most talent. However, however, you're so wrong about that. Jacksonville needs to find a way to keep the defense fresh. Again, the defense was on the field way more than the offense in Jacksonville. <laughs> that, the same thing in Houston. The same thing in Houston. They had I a better record. Come on, okay. Victor. Calm, calm down. Oh. The difference, the difference is this between the two. Jacksonville came out throwing, throwing, throwing because they could not run. Because the Houston, offensive line. Because of offensive line. You think they okay. fixed those offensive line woes in one season? God. Unbelievable. Listen, bro. Just, just listen. I'm listening. Houston, they ran – as you said before, with Arian Foster, they were one of the most running, run-heavy teams there, you know, in the NFL. Okay, they still are, but at, still have at been. The time, at the time, 
also had Andre Johnson. They also had uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming into his own. They also had a good play action game. People were afraid because if you put Andre Johnson one on one, or you put DeAndre Hopkins one on one to stop run, you would get beat. You would get beat about sixty seventy percent of the time. That that no longer exists in Houston. Period. Oh, you, least, you don't think so? You don't think so? At, at least in in Jacksonville. Lee and and Robinson and and uh, I forgot the other guy's name that quick. Hearns. Hearns. Thank you. Thank you. At least with those three, plus Julius Thomas, there's a chance that if given the play action opportunity, that one of those guys is going to be one on one out of the four. And you know why? You know why? Do you know why? the right do you, decision. Do the you know why Jacksonville had to throw the ball a lot? Because they couldn't run. I got it. But no. I believe. No. No, no, Listen. no, no, no. Jacksonville I had to throw to the see. ball a lot because they were playing from behind a lot. That's why they exactly. had to throw. Exactly. They, they played from behind because they couldn't control and the that's, clock. And that's and a direct reflection clock, on their defense. The, Listen. That's the direct reflection on their the defense. Clock. Because their defense is on the field so long. Their defense is on the field way longer Because they weren't offense. that good. Because they weren't that Bro. good. Bro, listen. Oh, my God. Houston was only 9-7. and seven. Houston was only 9-7. and seven. Exactly. Okay? exactly. They've been 9-7, 9-7, so, and, seven, uh, oh. nine and, seven and, and they've been 10-6 and six and two 9-7 seasons without a play okay. of the quarterback. If they get improved playing a quarterback, and, their record is going to move up. Are you okay? I, but they they haven't. What, what they don't have you see? The but they have not improved the quarterback. I okay. agree with we'll everything see. you said. I agree with everything you said. They have not improved the play of the quarterback. I think okay. they regret. Okay. Unless unless Watson is the starting quarterback, he's going to suffer some some blows. They need a they, I, all all they, Houston all all, all Houston needed all Houston back. needed. Was a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over, fence in in, in in bad positions. That's all. Same thing. Listen, you, you listen. don't you don't need a quarterback. I, I you that. do need a quarterback to make some plays, but you you definitely don't need a quarterback to make this type of um, uh, um, turnovers that Osweiler made last year. And they still were nine and seven okay. with the quarterback play okay. and the quarterback so, carousel they had. So. With improved okay, quarterback play means that record's that's going to fine. be better and it's, and that defense is going and to play even better to because because they're going to not be put in that type of situations. When you have a team when and and, 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 and I get it. I get it. They got a, I'm talking about Jacksonville. I get it. They have a lot of, of talent on paper. All right? They had a lot of talent on paper and people were expecting a, a, lot, a lot of things from Jacksonville last year. And it didn't pan out because the inexperience and, 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 uh, and, and the, the talent that they had on defense didn't pan out that much. I know they added some pieces, but it didn't pan out as well as people thought they would. Not me, because I didn't think they were going to be that good last year, and I was right. And Blake Bortles is a turnover waiting to happen. 
and their offensive line is not that good. It still isn't that good. So the expectations people have on paper again for Jacksonville has to be proven on the field and not on paper. And on paper, they have a good okay. they, they they have good talent, but they haven't put it together on the field, regardless of what coach has been there. They hey, haven't been able listen, to put it out listen, on the field. You're too so, emotional. You're too emotional at this time because no, I'm just saying. Don't even go there, man. I'm just saying. I, I want you, you to just have something. to think about it. Tom they Savage. haven't proven it on the field. Listen, listen. Tom Savage hasn't proven anything on the field either. Deshaun Watson. But, and even he hasn't proven anything. They've, been, they've won the wait. division the last two years. They've been in, okay. the, been in the playoffs the last Jerry. three years. Jerry. Come on. I, okay, Come on. that's fine. But but they're not going to be this spectacular jump in quarterback play with Savage or Watson. Watson, for every touchdown he threw in, in college, he had an interception. Okay, that was college. All right? Savage, Savage is nowhere near okay. the level of, of starting I, I the quarterback. I, I get it. So, I get it. I get it's it. You, you just you, you want to hate good. you want you want to you want to hate hate on my team. That's fine. That's fine. Nobody That's fine. Them, I, I was proven I'm right about my team last year. I was proven right about my team the year before, and you still hated on my team, which is, which is fine because yeah, you, you picked the Jacksonville stand. Jaguars and, and the Tennessee Titans, which you're going to talk about next, over my Houston Texans. And for two years, for the last two years. I've proven you wrong on both counts because you, you think these two teams are going to take that leap. The one that t- can take the biggest leap is the Tennessee Titans, not the Jacksonville Jaguars. So go right ahead. Listen, I understand. Listen. I understand the hate about you want to hate my, on the there Texans. Don't, no don't give them any the respect that they deserve, but that's fine. That's fine. They've been proving ladies, you wrong for the last two seasons, at least, if not longer. Ladies and gentlemen, the black skip Bayless. Uh, so, Let's move on to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now, now you got that Houston crap out your system. Let's just talk about a team that's actually on the rise, uh, but little-known players. You know about DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray was one of the major reasons why Tennessee was, uh, was a contender for quite some time in the South. Until Marcus Mariota got hurt, Mariota he de- he's developing into a very good pro. Where people were like, "No, he's not really a pro because he's small, because he came from his offense, because he's a runner." Da, da, da. Malarkey and the rest of those guys have, or Musgrave, I'm sorry, and the rest of those guys have done a heck of a job getting. Uh, Mariota to being a, a, a very good pro with the lack of help at wide receiver. Okay? Tennessee has a good good set of, of people, but here's their, their starting wide receivers. Corey Davis, Taewon Taylor, Rashard Matthews. And yet, until Mariota got hurt, and was out for the rest of the season, Tennessee was in the hood because the quarterback play was good. DeMarco Murray, along with 
the young rookie from Alabama came in in Tennessee. Derek Henry became a very yeah yeah. They became a very very potent team because the defense stepped up, but the defense was able to step up because the running game for Tennessee started to pick up the the slack that that it, the the franchise had been lacking. This year, again, with the same set of receivers I just named, Mariota comes back. He still has a little nicked up injury, got it. But the name of the game is run the rock. Keep the ball. Defense stays fresh. That's something (laughs) that Tennessee is going to be able to do. That's something that teams are going to have to contend with. Now, again, you have a dual-threat quarterback, a dual or triple-threat quarterback at the helm. So if they run the read option or the triple read, there's a chance that somebody's going to pop open. Oh, did I forget Delaney Walker, their leading receiver, even though he's a tight end? you got to account for him. So the outsides are going to have to open up, and those guys are going to have to win one-on-ones. They're going to have to. Now, I'm not going to proclaim a 10-6 and record or anything like that for the Tennessee Titans. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to say is Tennessee, out of the four teams in the AFC South, they're the best team in the South at this point. Will that change? Will that change? Oh, God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, and and Jerry said it for the past couple years, I think this is year number two, I've been saying that Tennessee and Jacksonville are going to step up and they're going to be the difference makers in the South. And they haven't. You know, slowly but surely, it's happening. So, again, Jacksonville three and thirteen and five and eleven in the last two years. Tennessee nine and seven and three and thirteen in the last two years. Okay, you're right. Houston nine and seven for the last three years. Hello, who's consistent with erratic quarterback play? Hello, hello, can you hear me? But but at the same time, what have you done in three years to fix it? What, what, what has been done to fix the erratic quarterback play? Nothing. You draft De- Deshaun Watson. Got it. Is Deshaun Watson the starter? No, he's not. You don't know that yet. You don't know that yet. The season hasn't been as played out right yet. Now, the season hasn't been played out right yet. Right now, he is not the starter. And who it? And, and the, with the starters that you named of the other AFC South teams, who's won the division the last two years with erratic quarterback play? Hello. Hello? None of the quarterbacks. None of the quarterbacks. Hello? I, hello? You hello? said quarterbacks. You didn't say teams. With, I said with erratic quarterback. quarterback play. I said who's won a division the last two years, if not last three years, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, no, not last three years. Nope. But who won, won the last two years with erratic quarterback play? Hello? Hello? Young man. Yeah, okay. 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 You, you, you I'm, I'm right. Houston all but they're just not you that know, good. They're you, you, going you know, to be you, that good. 
you know the, you you know what the record of and I'll give you this record too because you know what the record of Tennessee Titans over the last four years? Two thousand thirteen, seven and nine. Two thousand fourteen, two and fourteen. Two thousand fifteen, three and thirteen. Two thousand sixteen, nine and nine and seven. Now, what's more likely to happen? That you get a, another nine and seven, or you get something that's near five hundred or below? Let's just say they're going to be above <laughs> what they were, and yeah. Houston yeah. barely won that division this year. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! It, 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 it doesn't tell on, on, on the AFC South title division winner. It doesn't say you barely won. It says you won. <laughs> listen, <laughs> it listen, says you're you right. won. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And if Marcus Mariota stays healthy, it'll be definitive. If 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 Derek, if, if, if if Derek Carr was playing in the Oakland game against Houston, um, they would have won it. We, you don't know that because that didn't that happen. True. You don't that know is, that because that didn't true. happen. You're absolutely right about that. But we know that who has a better quarterback. We know how well the quarterbacks uh, lead the teams. If, if, the team, if, if the team, if a team can – push themselves with erratic quarterback play to win a division back-to-back, back-to-back in a division with supposedly better quarterbacks in the other two teams. If you just get decent quarterback play, I'm not talking about all pro quarterback play, but if you get decent quarterback play, not below average quarterback play, that team is going to be elevated that much higher. So when you say what you're saying about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans, you're contradicting yourself because what you're taking about those teams, about being able to run the football or be play action and do all that other good stuff with good defense and everything, that's everything that Houston Texans have been doing for the last two to three seasons, running the football, play action, and playing good defense. So you've got teams that are trying to get there where no. the Houston Texans are there Jerry. except for the quarterback play. Jerry, Jerry, again, you missed the key point to that. But that's okay. I understand you're a little senile. Tell me the key point. I, I, I I'm told, all ears, but you're contradicting yourself. No, no, I told you the decision-making with the ball is the difference. That's the difference. Exactly. I, I know that. I know that. Okay, okay. So Blake I know Bortles, that. Will you okay? Be quiet and listen. Blake Broyles, he hit people in their hands, and they dropped the ball. He also oh, come on, come on, lot. Victor. He, come he also on. dropped. He also dropped uh, several interceptions in laps of the defense because he was trying too hard. Got it. Got it. He was getting pressured, stuff like that. Here again. You know why? I keep on telling about, you. I, I keep on telling you the same thing about, over and again. You seem like you gloss over it. You know why he was doing that? You know why he was doing that? Because the defense wasn't that good and was giving up points, and he was trying to recoup what he turned over and put the defense no, in, God, in harm's way. It, he turned over God, a, a lot. He turned the ball over was, quite a bit because he had to throw the football to keep up. To keep up, he was pressured. 
What do you? I mean, you can't put. And it, and it has to do with the offensive line. line. Absolutely. It did have a lot so, to do with the offensive so, line. Let me put it. Let me put it this way. I'm not. I'm going to give you a preview here, Victor, uh, of my fantasy oh. running backs. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, people are going to like the name Leonard Fournette. They're going to draft him high in the in the fantasy. Not me. That offensive line in Jacksonville still hasn't been fixed to my satisfaction, and that he's going to have trouble running the football. So, um, people who are going to draft Leonard Fournette high are going to be thoroughly disappointed, in my opinion. Well, you disappoint me as usual, but it's okay. Um, the bottom line is this. I don't plan to draft him high. I really don't. Uh, because I Right now, I think he's a second-round pick. That, that uh, thing, I think that's where, where people are drafting him, probably in the uh, second round. Nope. Not even there. Okay. I think well, you have to if you've been doing mock drafts, I see him getting drafted in the second round. Okay. Well, you still have to wait and see how – that offensive line uh, gels and creates running lanes for him uh, during the preseason and during mini camp and stuff like that. I don't think you, you play somebody uh, that high, especially coming straight out of college at the running back position, if you well, already have an established offensive line. You drafted him within the top five? You don't think they're going to want to start him right away? Come on. Really? I didn't say they weren't really? going to start him. I didn't say they weren't going to start him. What I said was I want to see what it looks like with that offensive line before I, I even think of him well, anything beyond a third rounder, third or fourth well, you, rounder. You, 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 just said, you just said that that offensive line was going to be supposedly fixed. Now you're backtracking. No, 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 no. I said it's going to be better. It's going to be better. Yeah, okay. And what I mean by that is, and I also in my analysis said whether he can run the ball or not, he's going to be a force that teams are going to try to stack the box and stop him from running. Well, that's what's going to well, happen. Well, let me, let me put it this way. When they do that, when they do that you've been a coach Royals in football, right? Over the top. You've been a coach in football, right? Of course. Okay. So what's the basic thing a defense wants to do to the offense? Confuse them and make sure no. they, they can't. No, the basic sure thing that, a deep, the that the defense wants to the offense and is stop the run. Yes. And so, you they're do one, that by, so, by so, so they're one-dimensional. So they're one-dimensional yeah. throwing the yeah. football. But you can't so, blitz every play. So, so – the basic premise for each defense is to stop the run. That's that's basic defense. Stop the run. Oh make the quarterback one uh, one dimensional, um, and he has to throw the football because. And then you know Blake Bortles, the turnover waiting to happen. That's why he was like what he was well, last year. That's what. So so you, you just just listen to what you're saying here. And let me try to break it down a little bit more. Just listen to what you're I'll saying here. You so you're saying that the offensive line, Leonard Fournette um, and, and company, are going to be that much better that's going to help push the um, uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars higher within a division, for one. Plus you're saying the, the, the defense that – was 
on paper had a lot of talent is going to um, make that leap to be a better defense or be that much better that they're going to push the Jacksonville Jaguars um, higher within the uh, AFC South. So, so basically what you're saying is two phases of the game, the defense and the offense are going to um, step up versus what they were the last four years and be better and make uh, 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 um, uh, uh, be better within a division and, and, and uh, uh, push the Houston Texans down. That's basically what you're saying. And yeah. uh, what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is this. When you have problems on two phases of three of, the, of, of your team, um, it doesn't work that way. Both offense and defense don't rise up at the same time. Obviously, and yeah. for them to make to, for, for for them to make a leap as far as you're saying they're going to make, and a lot of people in expert world saying they're going to make that they thought they were going to make last year, it's not going to happen. Maybe one steps up, but the other one won't because it it doesn't happen that way on the team. It doesn't happen that way. Sure. On the team. One one sure. phase of their team move better than the other phase and they have to pick up the slack. And if your defense is lacking and you have a quarterback that they turn over machine trying to make up for what the defense lacks, you got a problem. Well, here's the problem now. You're wrong. It's time to go and I'm going to bed. So okay. with okay. that being okay. said. You, you know, <laughs> it, it, it amazes me and, 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 and how biased you what? are against my team, but that's a, that's fine, that's fine, Victor, I because not, I I've proven you wrong the last two, 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 at least last two seasons. I've proven you wrong. I, I've been right about my team and that division for the last two seasons, and so, you still so still still put you don't acknowledge the fact that no no you don't acknowledge the fact that Tennessee made the leap last year. You don't acknowledge the fact that uh, your team won the division, yes, but by all rights. Because hey, of percentage point. Let me put it this way. By, by all who's been, by who, who, who has Tennessee. been the most who has been the most consistent yep. team in the hey. wait a minute. Just listen Mediocre. to me. Listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Who who yeah. has been the most consistent team in the division for the last three seasons? Listen, I already said Houston. They've been Thank the you. consistent nine Thank seven you. team. They have not Thank been you. able to the, break the, over that. And that's fine. The, They're not going to this year. But that's okay. okay. They can continue to be nine and seven, eight and eight, you whatever know, they're going to be. Every, but they're you, not you just going like, to be that good. You, you, you're just like all the other so-called experts oh that 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 say Tennessee and Jacksonville, the new shiny toy that's going to um, uh, set the world on fire because of all these toys. I don't even like Corey hey, Davis. I don't even like Corey Davis. To say the truth, I don't like Corey it's Davis. Fun. So, but uh, listen, Jerry, Jerry, and it has nothing to do uh, with him being on the Titans. Listen, the Don't bottom listen. line is this, my brother. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is this. Oh, when you say that to Tennessee. me, I know, I know, I gotta, I gotta look behind me and make sure nobody's behind me. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> the bottom uh, line, my brother. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> Get your hand up. 
Um, <laughs> Go ahead. The bottom line is yeah, okay. Houston has a problem. It's not going to get solved anytime soon. You'll uh, see. Tennessee, You'll see. You... Tennessee, Tennessee has been on the rise. I believe they'll make that final leap this year. I've been able uh, to Jacksonville, Jacksonville, I believe will will also do the same. Um, but yeah, your team continue to be nine and seven, but it won't be you know good Victor, enough this year. Victor, I am since since done, I've been a I'm going since, to bed, I'm going since I've been to bed, since I've been a fan of this since since I've been a fan uh, of this division. Uh, and and, uh, particularly of this team, I've been able to read these teams pretty well year in and year out. Year in and year out. The only time I haven't been able to read them when when it was 2-14 and when absolutely everything went bad. Um, But other than that, I've been able to read this team and the division very well. Extremely well. Wow. And you can't, you can't you can't dispute that because it, it, it everything I've, you, I've said about this division over the last three years no. has no. happened has no. happened no. and, and no. They, they're, they're going to be improved last year. You said Tennessee last year was going to finish last. You were wrong. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I said Jacksonville. Okay. I said okay. Jacksonville. Well, you said Tennessee was going to be right right at, right uh, after them. So that was wrong I, again. I think I, I think so, I picked Tennessee to be six and six and eleven, seven seven and nine, somewhere around there. And they won they and won nine were, ga- nine games. They won nine games. Were, so I, I picked them. Okay. I think I picked them second, or maybe I picked them third. Whatever it was, no, I think you I picked, picked them, them third. third. You picked them third. Yeah, I, yeah, I picked but them third. You, so you have not been wholly correct on this. But as well, I said, I'm going. To, you know, it's I five o'clock. Been perf- in the I have been perfect. I have been perfect. I'm going to but, bed, JT. I love you. Time well, let me go. put it this I way. Let me put it, let me let me let me put it this way. I'm going to send you an invite for tomorrow. Hopefully, you join me. I'm going to bed, JT. <laughs> unless you call Six. my phone. Unless you call my phone, I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> You're going to be asleep tomorrow. Tomorrow at, at nine o'clock or ten o'clock, whatever it is. Probably, unless you call the phone. Well. If the phone is 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 near you, I'll probably be calling you, and, and so we can talk some more football. Most definitely, and I'll prove you wrong yet again. But I, uh, it's okay. Whatever. So you want to close this show out, man? It's your show. You want to close it out? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you've heard the ramblings of a ridiculous old man for the past <laughs> seven minutes, and some change. But it's yeah. okay. He, he's going to live. He's going to make it through. We're going to make sure we give him a, a defibrillator once his Houston Texans get sunk. And, you know, the good thing about it is where I'm going to be living, I'll probably get to see the Houston Texans sink their ship. But it's okay. Well, let me put it this way. Come September 14th, in the city of Cincinnati, on a Thursday night is where I'll be watching Houston versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, come on down if you're feeling bold and uh, visit me. But uh, my, my, I warned you. I told you my, I told you my brother um, had season tickets, so we're taking the trek to Cincinnati on Thursday night to watch the Cincinnati Bengals host the Houston Texans. So. Well, that weekend, just just come on down to Kansas and say hello to Dorothy, and uh, you'll have some fun. 
But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all ages, Mr. FSPDU, that would be me, and JTAT Money, that would be him. We'd like to thank you for listening to the show next week. Next week, we're going to talk about the West. Well, hopefully okay. I'll be able to talk, hopefully, uh, if I got Internet. But uh, this is my last show from overseas, so I will be wide awake when I yeah, we'll do see. the next show. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> he, he come up with some other lame-ass excuse. afternoon and not Sunday early, mm-hmm. early morning. So we shall see. Uh, so you happy, you happy, you're happy you finally leaving you where you're leaving and going back to the good of USA? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm used to where I'm at, but I'm ready to go. So it's time for me to go, just like this show. So with that being said, thanks, Jeff, for calling in. We love you, brother. Uh, again, JT, thanks for holding everything down. Oh, uh, couldn't do without you, even though you're senile. I get it. Um, <laughs> go Houston. But for, from us to you, thank you. And you've been listening to You want to talk smack, you in the right place So take a step back before I get all up in your face I know you got to live, you know I got mine But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line Your voice will be heard, sir Next caller, please